This podcast was previously recorded on December 22nd, 2014. Jim and Aaron are still having lunch every Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern. Join Club Bald Move to watch these lunches live. You can also connect with us on the forums.baldmove.com or on Twitter with the hashtag baldlunch. There's Have nothing wrong yet? with your feed. Yes, yes, we're started. I've got massive stage fright. <laughs> you want me to take it? It's going out to the world. Want me to take the camera? No, hey, everybody. It's lunch with Jim and Aaron. We're back again. This week is the extravaganza Christmas episode. It's, we the, will... it's the Christmas edition. Uh-huh. Time to get all Christmassy up in this piece. Got some very Christmassy tasting beer. Yeah, we do. What is it? Tell people about it. It uh, is Rivertown Brewing Company, which is uh, uh, a Ohio production, and it's their uh, winter ale. Whoa! <laughs> uh, it's 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 a mirror image here, so it's really hard for me to mm-hmm. to say. But yeah, um, it is uh, described as Christmassy. A big, bold, thick-bodied ale brewed with molasses and cinnamon. It has a creamy head, a ruby hue, and a rich, bold flavor. Tastes like it. Best served at 45 degrees and snifter glasses. We don't have snifter glasses. What the fuck? What the nope. fuck? I'm drinking mine out of a Sun King glass. And I'm out of a Three Floyds. Hmm. Repping, repping local breweries today, Jim. Apparently so. So, yeah, we're going to do are we our... Getting paid, how much are we getting paid for that? Zero dollars. God da- Smash it. Throw it on the ground. Yeah. I also have my water here. Yeah? Get, getting paid zero dollars for that as well. Nope. If I run out of beer... Uh, which that would be something in a half hour to 45 minute show with a six pack. Uh, I've always got the uh, fabulous bald move liquor cabinet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, we just got, uh, we can, we got liquor sitting everywhere. I got liquor over we here. Do, we do. We're liquor we're, in the front, liquor in the back. We're alcoholics. And that's it's everywhere. That's the start of a filthy joke. <laughs> mm. So we're going to be giving gifts mm-hmm. this episode. A gift. I don't know how many gifts you piled up over there. What are you doing, man? It's a, it's an, it's a, I, I heard extravaganza and uh, here's I my got extravagant. Here's my extravaganza. <laughs> <laughs> you did wrap it. I'm actually somewhat touched. I didn't wrap it. What yeah, are you talking it's got about? Tape on it and shit. Oh, it's well, not it, just it like, came like that. I opened it up and I taped it back. When you like made googly eyes, I said wrap the press. I thought I was just going to get like raw. Like might not even be an original package. It might have been something you just got yeah. out of your bathroom drawer. Uh-huh. And yep. uh here's a half used thing of bedhead. You need you need you need hair product, Aaron. And I need to get rid of hair product. So <laughs> here you go, buddy. I'm get, I'm down at the getting rid of hair part. Mm. Um so uh I got two um last year, I don't know if you can see, yeah. Darth Vader. This was Boom. his Christmas present for last year. Without the hat. Without the hat. This year, uh Cecily got us a little something. Oh this shit. Is from Cecily. I think I know what it is, just based oh, on Oh, it's size heavy is heavy. what it is. Um, what the fuck is this, a this lead is, brick? This is an official present from... Uh, so, Cecily, if you don't know, if you haven't listened to True Blood, Orange the New Black, or American Horror Stories, she is my uh, paramour. And we do occasional podcasts on Bald Move. And she got something. She described it as a gift for the studio. So, uh, shall, shall we open it? I, I, I have yeah. no idea. She's been working on this in secret. This is fucking heavy. I think I know uh, what it is. And it's in layers here, I can feel. I'm thinking coasters. Oh. I think you're right. Oh. 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 Hell yeah. This is sweet. These are um, 
Shit, let me put up the right camera here. Oh, still not the right. These are uh, custom post uh, coasters that she made out of, looks like bathroom tile and corkboard on the back. And Holy they've got shit. our uh, different uh, show logos. Justified, returning this year. Fargo. Uh, coming soon to Bald Move Store. We're going to be swapping these like uh, trading cards. American Horror Story. Orange is the new cast. Sweet. These are all the logos of our shows. It's really yeah. cool. This is the generic uh, uh, bald move. What? Jesus, this mirror effect is really fucking with me. A generic bald move one. The speakeasy. Oh, here we go. Here's one of my favorite logos, here's by the, the way. One, the House of Cards. Oh, yeah. House of Cards. That's a nice one. Another generic bald Mad move. Mad Men. So. I think these are like all of get... them. Did any of them get left out? Oh, here's the Peace Day Resistance. Watching Dead, baby. No, no. Get out of here. I got a better one. Look at this combination. Oh, that's a murderer's row. If I yeah. Boom. Boom. I like the Mad the look at the Mad Men podcast. Yeah, no, it's good. Following the leftovers. And True Blood. Yeah, that's my favorite because I designed that. I knocked that out in about 30 minutes one day trying to get the feed established. <laughs> and then I realized it was four gigs to download that I like to ping it up, I, man. I like to ping it up. Apparently. Those are cool. I'm going to use them right now. Yeah. We get, see. Get so rid of we've, these we've had secrets. She is the coaster queen because she got us these. It did. Leather um, ones, too. She acted. I think what. Uh, she either accidentally shoplisted these from Victoria's Secrets or they were throwing them in as a holiday deal so we yeah. we uh, made it that but they're they're leather they don't absorb shit yeah so they basically collect all the water so it drips on your 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 front they and look really got, nice though i think i'm gonna go These with uh, let's see i'm gonna go with justified it's it's almost the season we're like two three weeks away from that yeah i went with batman but i think i'm gonna go to breaking bad because it already is a season for breaking bad so that's cool. Um, BT Dubs, if you don't know, we take questions and answers during this podcast. Um, uh, so uh, if you'd like to use the Q&A app, which is enabled at the bottom of your little YouTube de deal there, uh, you can do so. Someone just said, and I think they withdrew it. They said, no offense to the, co uh, to the table, but wouldn't you rather risk staining that than the coasters? That's high Hell compliment. no, man. I mean, this table, <laughs> we slaved over. We this, built this fucking table. Yeah, people don't know. We call this the amazingly $500 Ikea studio because uh, we bought and decorated and did everything for about that month. And, and the cornerstone was we handmade this table mm -hmm. out of plywood. And I thought it turned out really well. And we stained it. Mm -hmm. uh, this is a labor of love. We built this on your fucking back deck. Yeah, so over as, the course of a weekend, as nice as these coasters are, I don't think I want to stain the table, and I don't think it'll stain these coasters. No, these they're, coasters they're wrapped are in Mod Podge. Is probably some, some kind know, of something. If I know my girl, she probably Mod Podge the shit out of it. It looks like maybe it's painted on the like some kind of laminate is painted on. Is no, that right? that's that's a Mod Podge. Is like a I don't know what the fuck like an Mod epoxy that you paint on that seals up. Hmm. Okay, uh, a couple others. So she did um, paint. Cecily's okay. mom another gift for the Bald. Oh yeah, these know. are badass. Uh, if you don't recognize these, these are these are replica decanters and snifters. Is that what you call that? Tumbler, tumbler from uh, yeah. Put it up on my. Oh yeah, me. Uh, these are like the official drinking glasses of Don Draper on Mad Men, oh, and yeah. uh, she got the decanter, which we'll have to put up with. Uh, I don't know, Canadian Club probably. 
And what's really yep. cool is she, yeah, went we to, use she went the extra mile and, uh, whoa, shit. And pre-broken that, so that I broke right away. It down. What's really cool is she went the extra mile and had these monographed. Holy shit. Okay. Um, they say K. So, like, you know, they should be H, of course. I don't know what this K business is. Or maybe BM. BM would have been good, too. These are seriously... No, hefty, they're nice. Hefty glasses. They're yeah. nice. And the thing is, because we, we were looking for these for a while, it was very hard. online. Yeah, it was very hard to find them. You could find a lot of knockoffs that were just plastic, the, like the plastic, fake yeah, gold yeah, yeah. rim. Yeah, uh, these feel solid. This is the real deal. I like so this. Right, that was really this. cool, Lisa. Thank you very much for getting that for us. Well, Definitely. I think once we get this uh, uh, Thanksgiving crap cleared out, that'll look real. That set will look really nice there in that little cubby hole position. Maybe we can get some lights to show it mm. off. All right. So that's the uh, community gift portion of the uh, day. Okay. Oh, These you are... still you did give me multiple gifts. You son of a bitch. Well, I mean, I, I had a certain dollar value. Ah, eight that's, dollars. That's what I. That's what I, <laughs> that's what I targeted. I got a Pez dispenser and yeah, uh, a used book. So who goes first? Shall we flip for uh, it? <laughs> I does it matter? I guess. Sure. I mean, you go first. I don't care. No, no, you go. Since we have an unequal number of presents, okay. I love you more. Like, <laughs> you go first, and I can go back, and we can go back to you. Since I've financially expressed that I hate you, uh, <laughs> that's what that's what's great for Christmas is you can just you know. My my sister's favorite move is to say, "Let's just you know we're adults. Let's not get any presents for each other this it's year." It's a trap. And then I show up with no present. She's like, I thought of the perfect thing for you. And I couldn't. And I'm like, fuck you. you. Fuck you. I'm going to throw this present in your face and help you choke <laughs> on it. All right. Well, here we go. Oh, shit. It's a Blu-ray, folks. What movie is it? Casablanca and the African Queen. All right. I don't know what the African Queen is. The African Queen is I okay. Totally... You need to see Casablanca. Check out the special yeah. features for Casablanca. I've... This is what's the exciting thing. Oh, commentary by Roger Ebert. When he still had his fucking voice. Hell yeah. When was this made? He did a scene-by-scene commentary of... had to be over 10 years ago. A scene-by-scene commentary track. And when I saw that, I'm like, Jim... Jim hmm. needs to see Casablanca, number one. Yeah, I've never seen Casablanca, and so that's cool. With, with Roger Ebert holding your hand, it shouldn't be a, a, too bad of an experience. No, definitely not. I hear it's a good movie. Good film. Um, Tyler W., taking a little break here, said, In the first season, they were drinking Jack... Uh, wait, J-, J and B scotch like crazy, but seasons two honor they're drinking Canadian club, except Roger, who's always rocked the Smirnoff vodka. Not bad. We got the Canadian club, we got like multiple versions of Canadian club small yeah, batch, somewhere. single barrel. Is that reserve. Behind the, yeah, it's behind, the, behind the Snob Creek and the Lagavulin, ah, gotcha. as it should be. As it should be. Yep. So let's see here. Uh, my thing, yep. Misa Nostra. Let's see here. This thing is wrapped <laughs> securely. Interested to see what you think about this. It's not wrapped that securely. If you slide the thing across the top. Oh, really? Like slice open. something? Is that a puppy? No. It's a puppy, isn't it? No, you're it? good. Uh, just don't go too deep on that. Well, the first cut's the deepest, Jim. You... It is. Cheryl Crow taught me one thing in life. <laughs> that is and... paper and peanuts. <laughs> it is... <laughs> A thing. What is this? A pin yeah. holder? No. So, 
Is this a rhino horn? No. It, well, it's you, a horn. You kill. You killed a, a endangered species for me. So I tried to get you one of those Game of Thrones drinking oh, things that you said you wanted. Yes. Like so long ago. Yes. I, I. To be honest, I was hoping it would be cooler. It got here like, and it's cool, but it, I wish it were weightier. Uh-huh. And I guess I didn't realize. You know, I guess that wouldn't be weighty. So is this safe to drink out of, or do I need right to... now? You might want to wash it. Okay, first. I was gonna but... say it smells a little epoxy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would, I would definitely wash it first. Is this faux horn or real, a real horn? It's a real horn. It's a real horn. What real kind horn. of animal is this? A cow. A cow? Yeah. No shit. Yeah. Hold that up to the. Oh yeah. Thing. Uh, wait. So this is a uh, a horn drinking glass. Yeah, I I can't remember where I saw this, but I I kept remarking during Game of Thrones. I thought it was so awesome that they drink in these steins that are literally a horn they've cut off some beast. It was like, yeah. it doesn't get more badass than drinking beer out of a, a, a horny stein, I think. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see uh, if you're able to use that in any mm. capacity. Uh, take a little quick break real quick to answer a question. Freddie C said, oh man, I love me some commentaries. Have you guys given any thought to recording commentary tracks for some of your favorite movies or episodes? Something like riff tracks, but not meant to be strictly funny. That is a hell of an idea. And my first question is, I'd love to do that. How can we monetize it? Because, <laughs> you know, that's the thing. Like, I've already doing one thing that's hell of a, hella hard to monetize, which is doing podcasts. Um, I think, can't you put your own riff tracks on riff tracks? Mm-hmm. And I don't know that they have to be funny. No, I don't think so. And, called and, iRiffs. And they have some kind of file format that allows you to use their Riff Tracks viewer that will synchronize with a DVD or whatever. So that's something mm-hmm. we should definitely take a look at. Sure. We found that those take a lot of time to do. Um, well, the funny ones. The I don't know if the ones, commentaries would take take as much time. Yeah, you still got to do some research, right? You want to make it an interesting commentary. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that might take a while to do, which is scary. Uh, Tyler said, watch long casts are pretty fun. Kevin Smith did a few in his Fat Man on Batman show where he did it for the Tim Burton Batman movies. He also did it for the animated series because uh, I used I was a big fan of Bat- Fat Man on Batman. I still am, but he just does one every week and I don't have the time to listen to them all. But he did one mm-hmm. on some of the Tim B- um, or Paul Dini uh, animated ones like Mask of the Phantasm. I think he did one for Sub-Zero. So yeah, those okay. would be those would be a ton of fun. Um, all right, final present. Oh boy, final present. This is a big one. Oh, that's heavy. I got this. This is this. I've been sitting on this for a couple months. Oh my god! Wait, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna put it right on you, camera. All on you. All eyes on you. Open up present. There we go. Pop it open. What is it? What is this? A few acres of snow. Is this a board game? It is. Hmm. Why have I heard this name before? Um, I don't know. I mean, it got a lot of buzz last year. And hmm. so what it is, is they've taken the, the mechanics of Dominion cleaned it up to fix some of the balance issues and applied it to an actual setting. So this is set during the uh, like French Indian wars where the, you know, the, the British are trying to take North America from the French Hmm. and shove them to the bacony regions of Canada. (laughs) 
<laughs> and uh, you play either British or French, and it's supposed to play really quickly. Like in most rounds, huh. take la- less than an hour. What's in here? There's so much shit. Can I get a scissors or yeah. something? Yeah. So, and I guess the the mechanic is you start off with two decks. One that's and they they're asymmetric. So like the French have advantages to British, and then you get you gain cards by taking settlements. And each settlement has a different deck of cards. Uh-huh. And then you can so also you play... Them. Yeah, you can also like... It's like a deck political building. favors. Yeah, yeah, it's conquest plus deck building. That's cool. And there's mechanics to like, you know, reduce the size of your deck. And it's it's it seemed pretty fun. And I've been interested. And it's too So player. really, you bought yourself a gift is what you're I saying. I kind of bought myself the gift <laughs> and you're, you're my computer player. Essentially. Okay. <laughs> All right. It's cool. That's cool. I thought the art was really eye-catching too. Like that. Yeah, yeah, I like that a lot. Uh, Hand that box top to me. I want to give it a close-up of it. Spin around. Look at that guy. Looking like a badass standing there behind that tree with his uh, snowshoes on. Sweet. So play sheets. There are a lot of parts for Dominion-based. Like, look at all these play sheets. Really? What is that? Play sheets? Is that like just your... Uh, is that your um, like cheat guide? Or is that like stuff you actually so. need to play? And why would there uh, ever be more? Is there more scenarios than that? Well, there thing? are German versions too. Let's see. These might oh. all be different languages. <laughs> yeah. The Das Boot version. Uh, you, uh, French versions. Surprise that they, had, they feature English. submarines and panzer tanks in a... Uh, <laughs> 17th century i don't think they do <laughs> colonial warfare game i'm not seeing that man it doesn't huh. look a cool little board thing for a uh, huge it's not little really look i thought it's like fucking massive this thing is wow i thought it was like a sideboard type nope thing. it's a full on game board my friend wow how's that so bad it's basically both hands plus a map yeah sweet cool. thanks a lot no problem it's cool Oh, and you got pieces galore in here. Awesome. Look at this. I love pieces. Coins. Is that gold? Fake coins. Fake yep, gold. Silver and gold. Doubloons. Mm-hmm. Baggies. Pound sterling. I don't know Shiller what the cards. French call their money. Francs? Uh, I don't know. It's not like it'd be francs. You got Deutschmarks and German. Oh, man. You got circles and squares in here. <laughs> circles and colors. cubes. Cylinders and cubes. <laughs> Sweet. I like it. So uh, we'll have to, when you get back, because you're about to take off tomorrow for uh, a, a West yep. Coast vacation. When Go you get California. back, we'll have, to, we'll have to throw down. For sure. All right. Well, Merry Christmas, Jim. We yep. made it Merry a Christmas. fucking year on our own. Where's the top of that box? Can you believe it? We made it a year? Not quite. If you start, so just, so I don't think we've ever talked about this. When you were thinking of our chances of making it through the first year, what did you, were you reasonably confident we would? Were you kind of 50, 50? What, what's your, uh, I was reasonably confident, you know, having not found any outside funding, I'm surprised really that, that we made it. Um, I was confident that if we found some sort of out, outside funding, we would easily be able to make it through at least a year. Uh, having not done that, I'm kind of shocked that we're still, going on this whole thing the way it's gone though i'm kind of happy because i like the fact that this has been a total bootstrap operation mm-hmm. like uh every bit every penny that sustained bald move has come from either our pockets 
uh, advertisers, <laughs> Jeff fucking Bezos, yeah, Copper Reserves, mm-hmm. or the listeners' generosity, and that yeah. feels right. Like we're not beholden to any person. Nope, we're podcasting rogues. Uh, how do you feel about so? So let's ask this question. Let's make a death prediction for Bald Move. <laughs> how how reasonably confident are you that we get through 2015? Because we just did. We just you know we've been working really hard on our financials and doing projections. And what you know, uh, it's been some dark days. It's been some bright points. Uh, we got our spreadsheet all updated. Uh, what what's your feelings for next year? Percentage um, is a 75 25. Hundred percent sure it dies. <laughs> Don't pull out sixty five percent bullshit. I want to hear sixty five percent. Yeah, season two, it's fifty fifty. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> uh, no, season two of Bald Move, I feel is. I, I'm thinking seventy five percent that we make it. Like I'm not totally confident. I'm not pessimistic on it, but yeah. but it's somewhere like. We definitely have to have funding this year if we don't get funding. I mean, we we both sure. took short draws last month yep. and the month before. Yeah. What that means to, is make we, it to the end of the month. We if we had stuck to our plan for what we spend, we would have ran out of money. Yeah. But we both kind of looked at things. We tightened our belt and we got through. And we do think we're going to get some uh, earlier early funding next year. Uh, but yeah. Um, however, the projections show that we kind of turned the corner when we actually start making money. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, am I confident of our projections? No. That's the not. Thing. I'm not super confident on those. No. I'm kind of. Uh, I I don't know because I feel like I'm really confident for 2015 as to 2016 where things, hmm. you know, who the hell knows and and like you know the one thing we live this is kind of behind the scenes peak of bald mood but the one thing we live in constant fear of is like Jeff Bezos, uh, copper baron that he is just pulling the plug on the fillet program which would instantly terminate like a third of our funding, and at, at, yeah. then what do we do? Like have a save the bald move telethon, like <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's that like it, it's just we'd have to tell everybody, hey, uh, we just lost a third of our income. There's literally no way we can continue this unless people step up. Uh, hopefully, it doesn't come to that though. But there are some exciting things. I mean, we got some new Patreon levels that we're going to be with some new technology. We're going to be rolling out in the new year. We've got. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we we rolled them out. Technically, you can go sign up for them. Yeah, you can uh, see, but they, people don't know what they really are. Yeah. Until, yeah. you know, and we're going to be doing some demos of that in January for, mm-hmm. for, for, you know, just people that take a look at it for free. And then uh, we'll lock it behind the uh, old Patreon paywall. We're getting geared up for the sixth annual Summer Badass Fest. And while we're working on a slate of apex badass films to enjoy, we've got an early action packed announcement to make. Just like last year, we're kicking off Badass Season with a live movie watch and podcast recording. We've rented out a theater for connoisseurs of action films and bald move fans that just want to have a great time. Unlike last year, this year's movie is top secret. Hush, hush. No hints, except it's incredibly badass. It stars an absolute icon of the genre. We're willing to bet most of you haven't seen it, and it's going to be an incredible viewing experience with a packed house of bald movers. Those of you who came to last year's screening of Total Recall know what a party it was. And those of you who didn't, <laughs> now's your chance to experience it. Meet me and Jim. Order some custom movie-themed drinks at the theater's full bar. Then watch us record the full podcast for the movie. We reserved the venue over twice the size as last year, but seating is still limited. 
It's happening Friday, 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 June 21st at 7 p.m. in our hometown of Cincinnati. Get full details and buy tickets at baldmove.com slash live. Cincinnati's actually a pretty great city to visit, and we've got lots of details for side adventures on our event page as well. The Reds are playing the Boston Red Sox in their fantastic Riverside Stadium. The thrills of Kings Island just minutes away, and I'll be leading a kayak trip down the scenic Little Miami River on Saturday. Again, get full details and get your tickets now on our Badass Fest 6 page at baldmove.com slash live live. What? So I guess, you know, I'm... 75 seems too pessimistic because I don't see any, I don't see where we wouldn't survive to 2015. Um, and that's contingent. And also that's just the stuff we know about. Like I suspect we're going to have a really, really nice sponsorship opportunity on opportunities just from what we've heard from our sponsors on game of Thrones mm-hmm. and the second half of walking dead. If I knew for a fact that those things that the ink on those contracts were signed and dried, I'd be like hundred percent as it is. I'm 90% sure we make it through 2015. Yeah. With money in our pockets, which is the hope, and and that's the other thing we're okay. thinking of doing. We're we're thinking about doing uh, updating our uh, Patreon video and our subable video with an actual like this is our first year. This is how it went. This is how much money we made. This is a customer, you know, our listener satisfaction results in the survey. This is what we need to do in 2015 to kind of lay it out. You know, like what the stakes are and yeah. show. You know, people ask us. I, th- I think people are probably curious like what we actually make, what we sure. actually pocket. And we want to get that out and be kind of transparent with it. So the thing I'm worried about is that it might be more than they think, but it's... I don't see how that's possible. <laughs> Judging by our, our survey results and our household income, like we are... Oh, yeah. We're yeah. in the bottom 10th percentile of our listeners' <laughs> of audience, salaries, yeah. you know. Sure. We're not taking sure, home... Um, we're not taking home princely sums. Uh, no. And, you know, we're still going into debt just taking home the meager amount that we uh-huh. are paying ourselves in salary. So it's not like... So, like, the difference between, you know, the amount we draw and the amount that we can actually afford to draw right. is stark, but yeah, uh, we're hoping that that will even out come next year. But, you know, the one thing that I thought this weekend, because uh, at my family Christmas, they were going around the table talking about, uh, you know, what they're thankful for this year. And the thing, I, and, okay. I, and as I was thinking about it, as well, it's coming you to roll me, your eyes like they, like they shouldn't be. I, doing I know. That. See, oh, this God, is the thing. Like, again. I love this shit. I love this holiday <laughs> shit, but it's so not me. I can't square. It's like me loving yeah, show yeah. tunes. A guy like me, <laughs> you know, cigar smoking, scotch drinking, motorcycle riding dude with a big bushy beard should not like show tunes, but God help me. I fucking love show tunes. Um, I, I, it's just, it's just a contradiction. I, I have to live with myself on. Yep. But as it's going to me, I'm like the thing that flashed my mind is I don't loathe Mondays anymore. Yeah, like yes. for the last few years, like I get a, def- a funk, a depression on Sunday night. Like God, I got to go back to work. I actually kind of like, oh yeah, we're gonna, you know, this is gonna be on tonight, and we get to talk about. I start to look forward to Mondays, and that's so. And I can't say that because everyone in my family would hate me. So I said something a lot more generic, but that's honest to God. The thing I'm most thankful for is I do not loathe Mondays anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I used to 
Uh, I was in the same boat. I, I hated my job. I've hated every job I've had, except for this one. Yeah. This, is, this is the one where I feel like it's probably just because I have a little more control over my destiny with this. Sure. It's like I, I get to do what I want today, not what I have to do. Yeah. Uh, for the most part. You know, There's there a lot are of some things we have to do. Yeah. Uh, keeping any kind of schedule, there are things you'll have to do. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, other than those very few things that absolutely have to get done, we can do whatever we want, really. Yeah. Sure. Um, we can go make a stupid video and post it online. We can, you know, talk for an hour about you know, what are we doing on our latest Patreon thing? Um, we can get into intense philosophical, political debates. Sure. Which we do we, all the time. If we want to. Yeah. Uh, so you're right. That's, that's a great benefit. Something I wouldn't trade for any amount of salary, honestly. Yeah. Uh, I was making three times what I'm making now yep. before I quit Same my job here. and did this. And I don't care. Yeah. I, I just don't care. This is so much better. Yeah, like, I mean, that's the thing I did the last two years was try to get myself in position where I could comf- comfortably live on that salary um, or at yeah. least survive. And and if, if I make that minimum, you're right. I mean, I just don't, I, I don't care either. Yeah, I'd much rather be able to just say, you know what, this week we're going to do two podcasts on The Godfather. We're going to sit down, we're going to watch our favorite movies of all sure. time and talk about them sure. for two hours. And that, uh, so few people get that opportunity. I yeah. just feel really lucky for that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's you guys watching right now that's uh, in large part help us. I mean, that's kind of like, you know, we've got this one third, you know, one third Amazon, which is also ways of supporting. We've got the one third direct listener support, like subable Patreon. The one thing that has kind of let us down is the advertising. If, if that's kind of our business model is one third well, of our funding yeah. would come from advertising. And that's the that's the piece that's really missing, because number one, mm-hmm. we're not salesmen. No, we're terrible. Nor are we marketers. So, like, we get the stuff that falls in our lap. We're working real hard on flipping that around in 2015. So, yeah. Uh, we got some listener questions. Uh, first cool. of all, Freddie C wants to know Is there any other commissioned uh, on off cast on the horizon? Oh, boy. Commissioned slash on dash off. What does that even mean? I think on it's like off. just like one off casts. Oh, one off. Kind of like, okay, you yeah, know, yeah. commission or the Godfather. Because Godfather was commissioned. Yeah. In fact, someone said they were going to commission it, and I actually told <laughs> uh, them I should. Don't worry about I it. I yeah. should have kept my mouth shut. Nah. Uh, but no, nah. nah, I mean, this was a freebie. It was a it was a holiday present to you guys. And uh, but we've got a killer commission lineup. The ones. Yeah, Murderers Row. It's a Murderers Row commission movies coming up. Uh, we've got The Watchmen, a great Zack Snyder film that I'm really interested in. Uh, we've got Anne of Green Gables. <laughs> Anne Green Gables two days from now. dropping two days from now is a Christmas friend from somebody's wife. Uh, we've got that's already in the can. We've got uh, the Big Lebowski. Yes, which I'm one of my favorite movies of all time. Definitely. So excited about that. What am I missing? There's one other. That's gonna be a challenge though, because we don't really know how to do comedies very well. It's not. It's not. That's damning it. Saying it's just a. It's comedy. not a comedy. It's definitely a comedy, <laughs> okay. but there's a hell of a lot more going on in that. Uh, last but not least, certainly yeah, is history is. of violence. The Vigo Mortensen hot staircase. I've never seen that hot staircase sex scene. Naomi Watts. Never seen it. Great film. Great okay. film. Um, I have seen it, and I and I, I've seen all these films, and I'm giddy to talk about all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. We've got a lot of stuff. Um, that's it, right? I thought there was one more, maybe. Maybe I'm counting Anna Green Gable since we haven't released it. Yeah, maybe. Oh, I'm doing tomorrow. I'm doing a two-hour podcast on Lawrence of Arabia with our yeah. buddies Tom and Kelly from Up Years Downstairs during their break. Uh, their Downton Abbey hiatus. They're covering like Victorian era films. 
So, or Edwardian era, uh, obviously Lawrence of Arabia's World War II era. That's right in their wheelhouse. It's one of my favorite films. And uh, we're going to be talking about it tomorrow, but that's for Up Years Downstairs. So lots of good, exciting things uh, coming up. Um, Cal Jr. wants to know our number one favorite all-time Christmas movie. I have seven. Die Hard. <laughs> Great choice. Yeah. Great choice. Uh, it might I, be, actually. I, don't I, I said Godfather because traditionally I watched yeah, The yeah. Godfather over Christmas because there is a good 30 minute stretch that happens all on Christmas in New York city. And I think Christmas mm-hmm. in New York is awesome. Home alone's a good one. Home alone's a great Christmas movie. I'm going to be introducing my boy to that for this year. Cause he's that yeah, age. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's perfect. Oh yeah. He's going to love that. Shit. I'm so looking dropping wrenches on people's heads. Cause I'm going to do the whole, like you yeah. can get in your jammies, you can eat some junk food. We're going to stay up late. We're going to end this film about midnight. Cause it, we're in the middle. I got a whole week with him yeah, where yeah. I'm not doing anything and he's not really doing anything. Uh, I'm really excited for that. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, a good one and i mean there are the classics you know christmas story still tops my list it's christmas story is all it's kind of imminently rewatchable at uh, this point uh, okay so i don't watch it every single year like like so it's I don't, become I don't the get new that, but. um uh what, what's the fucking jimmy stewart a beautiful life a wonderful life wonderful life. it's the new wonderful <laughs> beautiful life mind. i think it's much more entertaining than a wonderful life i saw the wonderful life for yeah, the very yeah. first time this this past weekend, mm-hmm. uh, my uh, common-law mother-in-law made made me watch it. Uh, it's surprise. It's still got a surprising emotional payload at the end, but there's some rough hoeing to get there. Really surprised at how yeah, what an so- asshole <laughs> this guy Jimmy is uh, yeah. when he's at the end of his rope. But then again, he's kind of at the end of his rope. So uh, the other one that I'm going to be subjected to for the first time this year. Is love actually? Mm. Uh, going that, to LA, gonna watch that with my girlfriend. So that used to be my favorite, but my okay. evolving understanding of men and women's relationships and the battle of the sexes makes that almost unwatchable for me now. Huh. Okay. Uh, you you if you want to counter, go with the hol. Have you seen the holidays? The holidays. It's, it's got it's Jude Law, Cameron Diaz. Uh, who's the girl from the Titanic? Kate Winslet. Kate Winslet and the Tenacious D guy. Jack Black. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for being my human IMDb. What the fuck? That's a weird cast. It's great. It's a great movie, though. Okay. It's actually taken over my Love Actually spot. Hmm. I think there's another one. I haven't seen Miracle on 34th Street, which I'm going to fix this weekend. I've seen parts of those old ones, like Beautiful yeah. Life and, or Wonderful, Wonderful Life. Life. And, yeah. And uh, Christmas on 34th Street. But I, I always watch them kind of in the background. It's the one thing that's interesting about uh, A Wonderful Life is it's one of those things that's like just in the cultural consciousness. And there's been so many fucking like Simpsons riffs on it. Hmm. it it's kind of like when you see Casablanca, you'll see the same thing. Like you'll just be checking off. Oh, yeah, yeah. play it again, Sam. And, uh, you know, Problems Hill of Beans and like the all frankly, these Scarlet, I don't give round up the usual suspects. Like all these catchphrases in popular culture, huh. like there's 10 of them that come from... Uh, all that no no frankly my dear i don't give a damn that's actually uh, gone with the wind is it okay. yeah see i haven't seen any of those old classics <laughs> but that's some uh you know i haven't seen and my son hasn't either uh like the classics like frosty the snowman and rudolph the red-nosed reindeer like the stop motion yeah things? i mean i wasn't allowed huh. to see him as a kid so therefore they weren't part of my what's important to show him type of memory i want to say i saw one of those in school maybe wasn't supposed to watch it, but I did. But you did, because you don't want to stick out. Yeah. Uh, there's one other I feel like that I haven't talked about. 
Eh. Anyway, that's that's enough. Yeah. So that's what I'm gonna be doing for Christmas. Star Wars holiday special. Oh God. I've never seen it. Neither I've have never, I. It is easily available right now, but it's one of those things where it's like what little fandom of Star Wars I want to remain. Uh I've heard it's terrible. Yeah. It's one of the worst things ever aired on television. So I, I don't have much uh desire to see that. Uh let's see. Uh Cal Jr. follows up, said I definitely second the holiday, surprisingly good and very rewatchable. Totally agree. It's it's just it's a very romantic lighthearted sweet take where and there's just enough like things look like they're going to go bad they give you some suspense and kind of invert the uh hollywood kind of romance thing that makes it interesting i i think Mm -hmm. it's a great movie uh tyler watts has a deep one watch out how do you guys feel about the uh, future of podcasts serial has a lot of people who don't normally listen to podcasts going and listening to it do you think that will open up the possibility of potentially more podcast listeners and specifically how that impacts bald move. You said it, man, like I'm millions of new people tuning into podcasts and cracking open the podcast app is not a bad thing for us. No, it's a great thing. I mean, we're already last year we experienced roughly double, you know, 100% audience growth. And for some, some shows it was even more than that. Like, uh, like what game of Thrones was 300%. Walking Dead was more than that. Yeah. You know what? I wonder how much it would cost to run an ad on cereal. cereal. Oh, Jesus. I bet it's, I bet it's, it's surprisingly approachable. I bet it is too. Cause I'm thinking like maybe season two. Cause I you don't get paid shit. You don't get paid shit for podcast for ads. Uh, no, not like big TV ads. Although certainly. with a, with a million people that, that scales up. Let's, that's the thing. Like I think 2.2 million people were downloading that thing. I mean, that's, it costs so, a lot. So if it, they just, oh, if they fuck. just get 25 bucks per CPM, that's 25 grand. But that's only on a million To advertise people. on sub. That's They're only on way a million. Higher, yeah. I bet. No, I'm, but I'm saying like on a million downloads, that's going to be. Okay. I was going to suggest maybe Bald Move buy an ad on there. Nope. No, not possible. Retract. Retract. <laughs> Completely um, out of our league. <laughs> uh, because that would be a great way, you know, to bring new people in. Like, right. oh, you're new to podcasts? Well, you probably watch TV, so check out our shows. So uh, I hope there's a, a leak over into the general podcasting world from this as well. I think there will be because if nothing else, these people pot cereal's going to go away. And what do you do when you discover a new medium and something like, do you just abandon that medium or do you usually branch out? I think people are going to branch out and the iTunes yeah. ecosystem makes it easy. So, so we doubled our growth and that was without cereal because cereal came too late. That kind of influenced our numbers. And it's also without, uh, Apple having an official, um, podcast player that comes pre-installed with with all new products that they're making right now mm, which they do yeah no if android would get on that that would be awesome i i honestly think that we're not gonna have a problem doubling growth next year in fact a lot of our projections <laughs> so yeah, i i hope that's the case i i think it's a good thing for podcasting i think it's a good thing thing for everybody involved in podcasting can't be bad i mean there there really is no downside no you know it's it's not like oh serial might turn people off. Maybe the ending of serial is not what exactly what people wanted, but I don't think that's going to scare them away from podcasts. Yeah, and there was an interesting article like because we pay attention to a lot of like podcasting insider crap, and there was mm-hmm. an interesting article that the guy that uh, his name's Todd, right, who's behind Blueberry and behind PowerPress, yeah. so a plugin that we use in our site to, so he's like a really high mucky muck in the podcast community scene. 
mm-hmm. you know, he was sharing an article about a guy who wrote um, an article about the hipsterfication of a particular town in Virginia. I want to say it's like maybe Richmond. And everyone in town is like, there are no, there's not a massive influx of hipsters. There is not a lot of like these high-end coffee bars and mm. vinyl stores. Like this is bullshit. And the the reporter went ahead and ran, ran with it and like kind of made some stuff up and took pictures from like San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And the guy was like, the point of the article was like three years later, after the article was written, there is a huge influx of hipsters. Because yep. people are writing this and like, oh, that sounds great for my lifestyle. I'm going to move out here. Some of that's going on with podcasting right now. People are writing articles about, oh, advertisers are paying attention to podcasts. That is bullshit. That is bullshit. We have so much unsold valuable real estate or mm-hmm. uh, product right now. Inventory. You know, like, yeah. our, you know, um, like valuable in the point of how many ears we've got listening to Game of Thrones to... Uh, to Walking Dead, to a lot of these shows. So, but I think that when people write these articles, uh, CEOs and CFOs are reading these in their business weeks and their news news weeks and their, you know, uh, what do you call it? Wall Street journals. And they're like, shit, we need to get on this. Some of this stuff is like um, a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. So I love all the press the serial's getting. I love the fact that there was an awesome parody on Saturday Night Live this weekend. Because um, there's already millions of people listening. Mm-hmm. There's going to be millions more next year. And this is something that, you know, like we love all of our quote unquote competitors and all of our shows. I mean, we're good friends with some of the ones, particularly with the Walking Dead and Game of Thrones mm-hmm. community. Uh, this is a boat. This is a rising tide that makes all the boats float higher. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, radio, in my opinion, is not going to be around much longer, and podcasting is going to replace it for maybe for all, but sure, you know, for for almost everything, um, audio related. There's just no reason to have radio anymore, uh, in my in my view. So more people are going to be flocking to podcasting, and I think, you know, NPR in particular is easing that transition. Yeah. quite a bit for people you know they hear it on the radio they say hey go download our podcast player you can re- re-listen to this and that's whenever the- you want and then they get used to that and they say oh this is far superior right and that's the kind of annoying thing is that i hate how much press is going to cereal and oh like God, startup. startup holy shit like <laughs> these are these are guys that are just nobodies and they've made all this fame and fortune on podcasting like uh-huh. bullshit uh they there's there's a proven model to getting making money on the on podcasting. It's be famous and record yourself talking to other famous people for an hour a week and watch the sponsorships and the money and stuff roll in. And also you can sell, you know, tickets to your stand-up routines and all this stuff. Uh I think it's I'm kind of looking forward to when the people that are like more like Jim and I start getting some of this attention because I would argue that our story is much more compelling than the guy who runs startup because he was a high ranking NPR public radio producer that that started a podcast about starting a podcast and it got a lot of, and now he's got a million dollar startup. Yeah. I mean, immediately gets a million dollars in funding and like he, he was never a grassroots podcaster. Right. But on the other hand saying, you know, Tim cook from Apple goes yes. before Steve job dies, goes and starts his own software company. And they say, he's never run a software company. Before. Well, no, he fucking basically yes. ran the company. He was yeah, one yeah, of the yeah. highest 
guys in the company, but yeah. now he's doing something slightly different. But even that, even though I'm annoyed by it, it helps us because like, you know, last year it was impossible to secure any kind of like traditional bank fund loans for our business because us, we didn't yeah. have the history to show and they're unfamiliar with the business model. These guys are indirectly helping make our case because as more companies get excited about this, as more investors line up, I mean, it, it helps little guys as much as big guys. So I still can't hate yeah. their success. No, 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 it's fine. I just don't like the way the media is spinning it as, sure. you know, this grassroots thing. Uh, and I, yeah, I mean, that's going to help everybody. The, the more accustomed people get to the idea of podcasting being a legitimate offering, uh, the more money's going to roll into it, the more people are going to roll into it and talent. I mean, that's what we're seeing now. Yeah. And yeah, you know, we keep on saying like the thing we have to do is survive. Mm-hmm. Um, the most important thing you can do if you're an up and coming podcaster right now is to keep making podcasts. And, you know, I, I know cause you know, a lot of these people are friends. It's really tough if you're doing a podcast show as a hobby to justify it. And, and, and if you're doing a really good job, like sp- spending significant amount of time, like, mm-hmm. like we spend, you know, eight to 10 hours per podcast we generate, it's really hard to justify that to your friends and family. Oh yeah. And I know that because I spent years <laughs> and ex-girlfriends that didn't get it and uh-huh. weren't supportive. And like, why are you doing this? This is insane. Just need to get a million dollars worth of funding and you'll be good. But if I, I feel like that there is like some nebulous, if you can, if you can, if you can just hang around and you can stick with it, there will be, uh, you know, the, the, this, this thing has got so much growth that it's, it's a really great personal opportunity for us. Yeah. This is ground floor. I mean, you know, the people who were in this much earlier, even than we were five, you know, eight, 10 years ago, say they got in the ground floor. I still see this as the ground floor. Yeah. I mean, people can get into this so easily, um, and, and ramp up so quickly. There's no reason that this is not still the ground floor. Sure. Uh, and there's a lot of room in this space. So, uh, Frack and T said, Hey guys, just want to wish you a Merry Xmas and best of luck in the new year. Thanks for all the content this year. Sweet. Thanks. Hey man, thank you for being such a great fan. Um, you know, Fracken's, uh, Fracken Toaster, uh, this one, and that's not his real name, obviously. He's tried to slip his real name in. It's too late. <laughs> it's too late. Uh, unless you want to be a Martinez, uh, I'm never going to get it at this point. Uh, but he he listens to a lot of our shows, gives us a lot of feedback. He's always active in the in the forums and on the uh, uh, on our Facebook group. And honestly, big reason we keep doing this is because it's so cool. Like I was talking to with my buddy Jim here on the way out to uh, Albuquerque. You know, we we're talking like you know over drinks at an airport bar. We we're talking about like you know big picture why we do this. I'm like. I don't know what I would do at this point if I was watching a television show and I didn't have literally hundreds of people to instantly get the opinions of and get different takes and, mm-hmm. you know, different ways of looking at it and personal stories. And that's beyond the, what we, we call dick sucking, which is people to say and like, Hey, thanks for doing this. It means a lot to us. Um, I mean, sometimes dick sucking is a little crude for what it is because, you know, a lot of people like, Hey, my dad died. Uh, your guys' podcast helped me get through 
uh, waiting for her around for him to die in the hospital. Like one, one example from this year. And we get tons of stories like that every year. Like I lost my job. Uh, you guys helped me get through my job sucks right now. I've got all kinds of personal and, and, and I've, I've felt that way about other people. Like Penny Arcade is my bald move. Yeah. 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 Penny Arcade got me through a lot of dark times when I was going through my divorce, when I was transitioning from being in a cult and losing all my friends and family, they were like my friends and family I didn't have mm-hmm. and, uh, trying to get choked up, but it means a lot to hear when people say that about us. Sure. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much, Frackenty, for hanging around with us. And where, uh, where's the bottle opener? Where's that battleship of oh a bottle opener? I'm out of beer. I have a six pack before me. This is in, interminable, intolerable. Yeah, well, it's really just senseless is what it is. It is. Perfectly good pack of beer there. It's like, you're you not know, drinking it. abstaining from sex in a harem. Like, why would you? <laughs> I don't know diseases, <laughs> maybe. I don't know what sheiks you hang around, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, sheiks probably not the cleanest guys. What when they're when they're out there what? boning fifteen different women in the same night? Imagine if a, f- a few sheiks have some VD. You think so? Yeah. You think yeah, so? I think so. You don't think sheiks can afford to like you know basic broad screen testing? You think they they bother to like that's the question. So so you think it's like a month long process to get into the sheik's harem? I, but it's like a but job they just constantly sure. continue rotating. Sure, it's a job interview. Okay, I could buy that. But but that takes a month of spin up time. So in during that month, you you become a sheik, yeah. a rich, uh, probably oil baron. Uh-huh. Let's say that uh, for that first month, while you're vetting all of these women, you've got to have something. I think you become a sheik though. Like this is not something like a starter. You hang your sheik shingle out on in Qatar. Well, it has and, to happen at some point, right? There's, but it's like like I, I bet like so you're a son of a sheik so and the sheik dies. It. Okay. You inherit the old man's harem, right? Oh, that's weird. And maybe 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 you clean house at some point, but you got something. You got some seed. I got clean that whole harem. house. I like top to bottom. <laughs> really? The whole house is gone. Yeah. There's a month long. Send the sheets out to be washed, dry clean, sure. Uh-huh. All right. Mm. Sure. Warp Fox makes a very good point. He said if the sheik had Aaron, he wouldn't need 15 other women. You're right. But he would be $50 million. I got, I got plenty to, to, to feed the needy. <laughs> um, how much did I say I need for a sheik? I thought it was $50 million. That was the old Aaron that made six figures. New Aaron. Oh, I think, and I think I, I was just thinking about this the other day. Like, I don't know where the bottom floor is. This, this worries me that like, you know, heroin addict in the <laughs> alley, Aaron. Hell yeah. Does it for like three bucks. Yeah. How much, how much <laughs> does, I mean, that's the thing. That's one reason though. I'm never going to try heroin. Okay, I don't want to yep. find out how low amount uh-huh. I will give a blow job for. <laughs> Uh, I already know it's it's fallen quite a bit in the last year. Like apparently, yeah. You know, what does it down like, to now? I, I the chic scenario. Like ten million would definitely do it. I don't. I, I so you reduced it by a factor of, the f- of five. But that's I, that's the definite. Mm-hmm. Like if someone is right in front of me, like here now is like I want to make sexual use of you for twenty four hours. What's the what's the number? Oh, so there's a there's a floor. There's there's there. some wiggle room. You know, I've been talking about wiggle room a lot. There's a lot of wiggle room in that negotiation. Mm-hmm. It depends on. Uh, I mean, know. startup. What if what if what, what kind of chic are we talking about here? Is he attractive? Is he respectful? 
Will you hold me when I cry? <laughs> I mean, these are all things you gotta you gotta lay out on the table when when you decide what oh how low God. you're going to go. Yeah, and that's the kind of right. that's the kind right. of considerations you don't get in a back alley when you need your next fix of smack. Yeah. So, no, I mean these are decisions you'll have to make on the fly. Yeah. Like the the sheet comes up and offers some amount of money, then you got to figure that all out. Maybe it's a head. super progressive country and it's like a female chic. There you go. That would be their significant that, discount for yeah, me yeah. not having to flip sexual polarity. I mean, sure. Makes uh, sense. That's, that's, uh, you know, it's kind of like one of those things, like I'm already in the business of doing this thing. So the economies of scale are working for your favor. <laughs> I don't know that that's that economies of scale. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone. Happy new year. Uh, I think we're going to uh, let the, the lunch in there. Okay. Uh, I'm going to finish my beer. We got uh, breaking bad coming up this afternoon, probably about an hour from now. Uh-huh. I got to finish my notes on that. Talking about episode two Oh five. Um, oh my God. Someone's wanted to don't talk answer this one. Spoiler alert. Just finished reading the dance of dragons. And all I can say is what the fuck something else. You can now go listen to every spoiler section on the Game of Thrones podcast because <laughs> you're spoiler proof. Uh, also, you need to start on Dunkin' Egg. You need to get World of Ice and Fire. Uh, there's the, you need to get under Reddit sub the uh, uh, Song of Ice and Fire subreddit and uh, immerse yourself. You can now you, you're you're spoiler proof. That's a good feeling. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so, send an email to game to uh, Game of Thrones at baldmove.com if you want to talk about it because I love talking Game of Thrones or start a forum thread on forums baldmove.com. Sure. Mark that shit as spoilers and say, finish Dance with Dragons, holy shit, let's talk about it. So I got a lot of theories. All right. Uh, thank you very much for supporting us all through this year. Uh, thank you for all the feedback uh, and uh, for everyone who's downloaded our podcasts and for all the encouragement. Hope you guys have a very, very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year's and Hanukkah. I mean, Hanukkah is like in day five now, I think. Something like that. You got the you got the Kwanzaa. I don't know. I think there's like I said Ramadan. I don't think that's actually a thing. But uh, whatever you do, I hope you have some time with your friends and family. You get to spend it with Home Alone Marathon. We love all you guys, um, and uh, we're looking forward to 2015. So we will uh, we'll probably next time we have lunches in early 2015. It'll be next year. Yep. And uh, we'll see you guys then. See you.